Ben is here. Marshall's here in the lounge. Here in the lounge, we're gonna do Cinema Lounge presents a thing for you. It's, it's jazz. You're, some people have it, some people don't. Unless it's got the Star it. Wars universe. In which case... When it's... <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, yeah, that is what they call it, isn't it? Did oh, you, that gave me a heart attack. Did you not know about this? Well, I, I, think, I think I did know that, because obviously I realized it after moments, but I yeah. really thought for a second that maybe we weren't recording, and that was why you were okay with saying a naughty word. But it's actually yeah. canon. No, that's not naughty. It's just the name of the style of music they play in Star Wars. <laughs> I love walking into a room and having it full of sweet, sweet... Oh, no. No, it's gone too far. What? It's the music in Star Wars. It is the music in Star Wars, and we all love, you know, when you walk into the cantina and and you see the Max Revo band playing over there, and they're all holding those oblong instruments. Yes. And what's coming out is just nice, smooth On their butt heads. (laughs) Oh, no, Uh it's so much worse. Yeah. This is going to be an exercise in how much of this I will or will not just bleep. Should and we restart? No. Cool. Welcome to Star Wars, everybody. Google it if you want. Um, I don't know what will come up. Did you, you say Google. welcome to Star Wars, everybody? St- welcome. What? Did I? Mm-hmm. Welcome to the lounge, everybody. It's welcome Star to Star Wars, Wars everybody. <laughs> um, um, we're here in the Cinema Lounge Presents Lounge to present something to you. Yeah, which means it's a short episode where... We're not deep diving into a movie we love. No, no. No. We're a How little topical. Would we, we wouldn't. And this time we're presenting to you F the Oscars. Oscars. F the Oscars. Which means frick you, Oscars. Yeah. If Thank you for translating that. Frick yeah. you, Academy. I'm frick, all about family-friendly frick, content. Yeah, you are. Which is why we started talking about Star Wars. Because Star Wars is a family program Correct. most of the time. Correct. Correct. So anyway, today we're presenting to you F the Academy, F the Oscars. We are going to talk about the Oscar nominees. Yes, we are. And we're going to talk about films that we think were snubbed yeah. from the Oscars. Do we want to fill out our own ballots today, or do we want to wait oh, until we've done? Um, let's see wait more because the I don't feel prepared. I agree. Let's wait. But that's a fun thing to tease for a future episode. Yes. Ben and Marshall do a Oscar ballot. Ben and Marshall do the Oscars. How hard do you think it is to get into the Academy? I don't know. Can we apply as cinema loungers? I feel like you have to have some kind of like SAG credits or something. <laughs> like you have to be I've able. Got some SAG credits. Yeah. Because like I know there are some guys that I watch uh, the show I've told you about every once in a while called uh, Welcome to the Basement, mm-hmm. which was kind of a little bit of a blueprint mm-hmm. for this show mm-hmm. in, at the start, mm-hmm. and. I think, I don't know about both of them, but I know one of them uh, who has done some professional voice work. He's actually the voice for Darth Vader a lot of the time. Really? Most of the time when it's not James Earl Jones, it's Matt Sloan. Interesting. Um, so he is in the Screen Actors Guild and gets sent these screeners a lot of the time. Uh-huh. So he'll just be these like movies that sometimes have little watermarks and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But they'll just get sent to you automatically if you're part Fun of the fact, Academy or part I of have the Guild and stuff like that. I have watched some movies on those because really? we had some neighbors who 
their brother was in the Screen Actors Guild. This James Earl Jones. And would send them the movies before they came out on DVD. That's cool. Would send them to them, sometimes even before they were in theaters. And so me and my family sometimes would get those DVDs from our neighbors and watch them and they would have little, yeah, little watermarks or little things yeah. going across the bottom, which I'm sure more people see now that kind of pirating is a thing. But oh. um, it says something like not for resale, not for, not public, for reproduction, not, not for public use. Consumption. Yeah. Not kind for consumption. Crazy. I've got a case of consumption. What is that? Give me one of them screeners. Is that from Re Re Love for Dead? Is that from Left for Dead? <laughs> Red Dead Redemption. Famous Left for Red. Redemption. Famous video game by Turtle Rock Studios. Left for Dead, <laughs> published by Valve. Is that what the, the, consumption, the consumption is, is from? from? What were no. you quoting? It's just like a like I've got the vapors. Yeah. <laughs> like it's one of those things. Did people know about? It's one that? of these old West diseases. <laughs> the consumption. consumption. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Is that tuberculosis? It might be. I don't know. Look it up. Is that when you got the blood? I've got blood in my lungs. Um, it uh, is tuberculosis. Okay. So yeah, what's Tuberculosis. <laughs> it's like Fergalicious. <laughs> Arthur Morgan is tuberculosis. Definition. Spoiler alert. Make them um, go loco. Oh. Uh, ben. What the hell are we doing here? <laughs> we are doing a Cinemalized Presents. We're both very tired. And I want to know, first of all, should we just say what... We're not going to go through every category, but do you want to just talk about what was nominated for Best Picture? Yeah, sure. Let's find out. You're <laughs> so prepared. Um, I got it because I have a computer with typey fingers. Why? You have a computer in front of you. Why would you ever go to your phone? Because my computer first? is running the okay, podcast. Nominees for Best Picture. Yep. All Quiet on the Western Front. Boom. Cinema Lounge episode. Yes. Banshees of Inisherin. Boom. Boom. Cinema Lounge Cinema episode. Lounge. Um, everything Everywhere All at Once. Not. Haven't talked about not it. Not Cinema Lounge. Women Talking. Not a Cinema Lounge. No. Top Gun Maverick. Thanks, Tom Cruise, for it. saving theaters. That's Tra another one, Tra actually, that I have not seen that we could do a presents on. What? Did yeah. you really never? I was the only person in the world who didn't go see it. No, that's not true, but that does suck for you. It was pretty fun. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm going to have to watch it for this. All of these are going to be back in theaters soon because... because We'll go to the Local Alamo. Theaters will pro oh, yeah. Remember. Alamo. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we'll go watch some of these. Yeah, remember the uh, Alamo, Ben. Shut up. You're distracting the listeners from this list they're making. Well, they need brain. to remember the Alamo, too. Maybe the listener just freaking Google it, huh? Why am I reading these? Because I want to know, too. They have a smartphone. That's how they're I listening don't. to this. Okay, The Fablemans. Avatar, The too. Way of Water. Boom, Cinema Lounge episode. Oh, boom, Cinema <laughs> uh, Elvis. Just watch that. I haven't. And <laughs> Tar. Tar, is how you pronounce it? Yeah, at least to my knowledge. Shoot. My wife thinks What's-His-Buckets from Elvis is hot, and I don't think so. Austin Butler? Yeah, I don't think so. I think he's got a weird mouth. Um, He does a little bit, but I think that that's kind of in style now. He's like somewhere between Pedro Pascal and Timothy Chalamet. Whoa. You know what I mean? I don't like he's know. he's that kind of like kind of ethereal. He, he's the stick figure chiseled? boy. Yeah. He's a young young stick figure boy. Uh, but he's got more meat on his bones, and he's got brown <laughs> hair, like Pedro Pascal. Like Is that these the are the three flavors of man that are hot right now. Yeah, it's Timothy Chalamet, mm -hmm. Timmy Shally, mm -hmm. Austin Butt, mm -hmm. Austin Bo Booty, Austin Booty, uh -huh. Timmy Shally, uh -huh. Austin Booty, and um, Beatty Pasky <laughs> and Pedro Pascal. As 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 not a person who is attracted to men, I. I can't comment on this. Pascal is the only one that I can understand. 
Laura keeps sending me Pedro Pascal edits. Why? Because we're watching The Last of Us. Oh. And which is fantastic. Not this episode though. Okay. <laughs> I've seen him lounge. I'm gonna fit. Yeah. I'm not. I'm gonna okay. finish. I'm gonna finish the game first. I've, t I've told myself. Oh. I haven't finished it. Do you own it? Nope. Ben. I should just start watching the episode, shouldn't I? I'm never gonna finish the game. I always do this to myself. Well. I always do this myself. I'll read the book first. Set an alarm for 4.45 to talk to Ben about the Last of Us game. Hell yeah. I have thoughts. Okay. Keep going through the Namis. <laughs> That's it. I finished. Okay. <laughs> for best picture. So why was I doing that? Oh, because we're talking about things that are snub for, for best picture. Yeah. Or just, or just in, in general. general. Do you want to start? Because I, I have some things that I'm surprised they weren't nominated in any specific category, yeah, but I have yeah. two movies uh -huh. that were not nominated at, at all. all. Uh -huh. Well, I don't want to start because my list is movies that I thought were great this last year that I see why they weren't. I, I could see why they're not nominated for anything, but I thought they were fantastic. But... You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't think I should start because mine are just movies that I liked this past year that yeah. were came out in 2022, but that I can see, I, I can see why, you know? There's also controversy around the nominations a little bit. Have you heard about this? Which one? Which, which nominations? Can you go through the best actress? Noms? Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> um, supporting actress or lead? Lead. Okay, one second. I actually just... You closed uh, the webpage? Actress in a leading role. Uh, Kate Blanchett. Nope. Anna de Armas. Nope. Andrea Riseborough. For what? Leslie. Yes. To okay, Leslie. so that one, and I feel like this is relevant because mm -hmm. of the topic overall. Mm -hmm. There's some controversy around that mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. We're doing a tight, tight news. Yep, yep. And basically... There's always, you know, the Oscar nominations come out and you get the normies going, I've never heard of 80% of these. Uh -huh. What? This isn't in my local theater. Which, I don't know what this is. For the, the, there's a, much more diversity this year compared I think to other so. years in terms of the type. Like, there's a freaking summer blockbuster as a, as I, a nominee. I could not like, believe that Top, Top Gun Maverick, Maverick was yeah. in there. Avatar yeah. 2, I was very surprised. Yeah. Anyway. Avatar 2 as well. Um, like, there's always stuff like that. Mm -hmm. There's far less this year, like you said. Right. But there is a it's always just because there's all kinds of stuff coming out that people don't see that is genuinely not in your big chain theater. It is in your small local theater. Right. So you're not going to have seen it. Okay. Unless you're like actively a movie person. That's normal. This is different. So have you heard of Two Leslie? No. Have you heard of, what was her name? Andrea, Andrea Reesboro? Yeah. Have you heard of her? Nope. That is not an accident. It is because there's no reason you probably would have. What seems to be fishy about this is that this movie came out to no aplomb. Like, no mm -hmm. one thought about it. No one gave it a second thought. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly it's nominated. So we're like, what is going on here? There was no significant praise. There was no significant cultural groundswell or anything like that. So what did happen is that there were some prominent celebrities that made some statements and nominations and campaigns for this movie uh, that all sounded bizarrely similar. Oh, what? So it like a freaking bot? No. Let me, full, let me pull up my tight news thing here because I had it written down. Oscar nom rethink. So here's the news. The Academy, Academy, 
says they are conducting a review of campaign procedures around this year's nominees after Andrea Riceboro's Oscar nomination for To Leslie. Um, so, Riceboro stars as a woman struggling with addiction into Leslie, which had a limited theatrical release on October. Her film was not widely seen and initially attracted little awards buzz. It generated just $27,000 at the global box office, and the only significant awards mention Riceboro received before the Oscars was a Best Lead Performance nom at the Independent Spirit Awards. Not a big thing. Mm -hmm. um, probably the biggest independent film award show, but still. Hmm. She benefited from a last-minute Oscar campaign, last-minute Oscar campaign organized by fellow actors, including Kate Winslet, Amy Adams, Gwyneth Paltrow, which raised her profile during the awards voting period and surprised awards observers for how sudden the surge in support was. Uh, some people thought it was unusual, particularly when the actors who voiced their support used the same phrasing to Leslie was a small film with a giant heart and at least four social media posts from Mia Farrow, Joe Montenegro, um, Dulé Hill, it was a weird one to include here, weird. and Meredith Vieira, which generated confusion and sparked internet memes. I missed the memes. Um, so then, that's all weird. Following that, we get this. By now, we're aware that British star Andrea Riceborough scored a Best Actress Oscar nomination for To Leslie after her director's wife and others orchestrated a skilled grassroots political campaign that made Obama 2008 look like Hillary 2016. I don't care about your weird political commentary. Mary McCormick and friends emailed and called tons of members of the Academy's Actors Branch, begging them to see the little-watched alcoholic drama and post online about Riceboro's searing performance. So, basically, they've bribed their way into the nominations, which is, like, we all have always known you're, right. you're buying these awards. You have to, just like a real political campaign, yeah. you have to spend a significant amount of money on these things. The only reason that... Uh, Jane Lynch is nominated mm -hmm. for Everything Everywhere is because they have campaigned for her so hard. Yeah. If you, it was crazy that she was the person nominated at the Golden Globes and not the uh, Stephanie Sue, I think is how you say your last name, who plays the daughter in that. Right. If I had to choose who was the supporting actress right. in Everything <laughs> Everywhere, it would not have been Jane Lynch. You mean so, Jamie Lee Curtis? Oh, yes. I mixed them up. That's Jamie good. Lee Curtis. Yeah, you're good. And, and bo both of them are nominated uh, actress in a supporting role for the Oscars, but not for Golden Globes. What is Jane Lynch nominated for this year? What? Sorry, I mean Jamie Lee Curtis is everything is nominated for everything. And Stephanie Sue. And Stephanie Sue. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that was that's good that she is nominated. It was just surprising. So like we yeah. know that these are political, right? And we know that you're paying a lot of money and talking to people. That and, yeah, it has to sort of be a meritocracy, right? And that was just completely not that. Pretty crazy. So it's just been sketchy. Um, so. That context going into this conversation about things that are nominated, are not nominated, should have been nominated. Right. It, it's not, as much as I want it to be fully a meritocracy, mm -hmm. it's not. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, you only have five slots for all these categories except for Best Picture anyway. Right. Mm -hmm. So things are going to get left out. Which also, I mean, connecting back to a couple years ago with Oscar So White <laughs> and yeah. all of that, you know, I mean, it's the same thing. Like, it's realistically not everybody's choice like there's campaigning there's money being spent like actual ad campaigns yeah. like legitimately billboards in hollywood taken up 
like near for your consideration like yeah exactly yeah. like the 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 purpose of them is to get the oscar noms and if it so. was actually democratic then i would look at oscar so white and the other year when they were talking about there's no female directors mm -hmm. or like it was Natalie Portman had that famous thing where she went and she was the announcer and said the all male directors yeah. and the audience were like, Ooh. right. if it was actually a democracy and a meritocracy, I would be like, well, black voices didn't get voted for this year. Right. But because there is so much political maneuvering within this, mm -hmm. it is a lot more sketchy for those reasons. Absolutely. So yeah. I don't know. It's a weird conversation around that stuff, especially. Mm -hmm. But in this case, it's just very clear that there was a manipulation of the system that happened here. Mm. So, yeah, there was also kind of a weird, not great group of best actresses anyway. Like, I feel like a lot of these categories are pretty clear cut. Yeah, okay, just, just while we're talking about it. Actresses um, in a leading role, uh, Kate Blanchett, and an arrest. Oh, we already talked about this. Andrea, uh, Reese Burrow, uh, Michelle Williams, and Michelle Yeoh. I think it's maybe Michelle Yeoh. It's got yeah. better be. Um, anyway, uh, then ac actor in supporting role, or sorry, actor in leading role is Austin Butler for Elvis, Colin nope. Farrell for um, Banshees of Inisherin, yep. Brendan Fraser for Fraser for the nope. the whale, uh, Paul Mescal for After Sun, yep. and Bill Nighy Nighy for, for Living. Yeah. To see living. I really Ooh. want to see living. I have not. I need to add it to my list. I'll do it right now. It's only in theaters right now. Oh. It's <laughs> extremely frustrating for me. Do you have a Blu ray player? The, uh, yeah, actually. I'm going to send you home with a movie to watch. Okay, cool. Um, I'm going to get it right now. Okay. Before I forget. Okay. Um, hey, listener, what's up? It's me, Ben, while Marshall's grabbing a Blu ray for me to watch later. Um, I, Marshall might cut this out. He might not. This is a special time for me and you. A little intimate moment. I'm in, I'm in your ears. Marshall, I'm stalling for time. Okay, okay so, what is, what's going on here? Uh, Living is a remake of an Akira Kurosawa movie. Of course. It okay, is cool. Ikaru. Okay. Which translates to living <gasps> or to live, something like that. Okay. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, this is it. I own it because I love it. Oh. It's the same guy. It was the lead guy in Seven Samurai. Okay. As well as a few other um, Kurosawa movies. It's great. Essentially, it's this guy who is just a lonely bureaucrat, doesn't really have any family or mm -hmm. anything, and he finds out that he has like six months to live uh. and has to figure out like, have I ever lived? What is living? What do I do? Whoa. And what is he going to do with the time that he has left? Cool. And it's very slow. It's not exciting. Okay. But I adore that movie, and cool. the ending makes me cry. Ugh. And I've heard that the the that new one is pretty good. Cool. And I like Bill Nighy. Sweet. Um. Anywho, I think Colin Farrell's going to take that. I hope so. That'd be great. It's between him and Brendan Fraser, and I, I think seen the that well yet, so. neither have I. And Brendan Fraser won at the Golden Globes, but I think he had the benefit of the weird category divisions in mm -hmm. that case, mm -hmm. where he wasn't going against Colin Farrell. Yeah. Now he is, and now he's gonna lose to Colin Farrell. We'll see. Yeah. That, that, that one will actually be interesting to see. Are there any snubs in that category? You want, Let's do it this way. Do you want to just go category, category by category? I legitimately did not come prepared enough to talk about a category by category, if I'm being real honest. That's fine. If you don't think that there are, then we can move on. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> I don't know that I can think of any either. Uh, Tom Cruise. 
Don't care Maverick. about that. <laughs> uh, did you see that beach scene though? Nope. Proud of him. I didn't. Um, <clears throat> do, is Top Gun Maverick up for anything within uh, VFX or stuff? yeah, all that film I editing? Know. I have it divided by film. Top on Gun Maverick is uh, film editing. I might go to everything everywhere all at once. Um, anywho, let's talk. Let's talk movies that 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 we liked this last year that aren't anywhere on the list. Okay, I I'll have... start. Oh, you know, you start. Okay. I have one that I've seen and one that I have not seen okay. that are both not nominated for anything. Which one do you want to hear first? One you have not seen. That would be Decision to Leave, directed okay. by Park Chan-wook, okay. who is fantastic. We talked about him a little bit last week on the Parasite episode. Uh-huh. Uh, he's Him and Bong Joon-ho were kind of like the two big guys uh-huh. uh, of South Korean film directors. He did Old Boy, um, a lot of other stuff that I'm blanking on right now, but he's extremely talented, and he had a film come out this year called Decision to Leave, which I have not seen. It looks very good. I think it's on movie. Um, But it was not nominated for anything, which was very surprising to people, especially after... Uh, Parasite One and everything. Mm. Um, just that maybe that could have paved the way for, for more for foreign this. things mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, mm. but not so. Crazy. Um, okay. So that was weird. Okay. The one that I have seen mm-hmm. is Nope. Was not nominated uh, for anything. Yeah, interesting. I don't know that I think it deserves Best Picture. I don't think it would have been nominated for that. Best Actor, no. Best mm. Supporting, whatever. The thing that is. I mean, I can see best visual effects. Mm. That because the have you seen Nope? Yeah. Minor minor spoilers. Skip ahead a couple minutes if you don't want to know. Mm-hmm. The visual effects around Jean Jacket mm. are incredible. Yeah, it's so simple, and yes, it kind of looks like a bed sheet, but also I've never seen anything like that. Yeah, and it is stunning. Mm. And it at no point do I not think it's real. Right. And there's also mm. the scene in the house where the where jean jacket is right over the top and everything the use of the rain and the blood and everything yeah that's visual effects and the cinematography is also incredible in mm. nope mm. the the shot of the shoe and everything and when you get gordy looking directly at um oh yeah yeah, yeah uh-huh. with the the lampshade which is supposed to look like jean jacket oh yeah whoa Isn't that crazy i never thought of that yes also, I, should, I, should give that I a saw a video of him moment. talking about the shoe. He explained it. Oh, really? It's a bad miracle. That's the whole thing. Is it's this thing that happens that seems impossible mm. and shouldn't happen, mm. but it's this perfect chaos right in the middle of everything. Ah, interesting. Yeah, mm. which is really cool. Wow. Um, I haven't really revisited that since I watched it. The thing that I am most surprised that it's not nominated for mm. is the thing that I'm most surprised about another movie as well. Or this movie might be nominated for this, actually. I can't remember. But sound design. Sound editing. Sure. The whole thing of Nope is the sound. Mm. They, the, It is immaculate. It's incredible. Mm. The way that you are hearing the wind flapping and the the horses galloping and like you hear um, OJ just grunting and breathing intensely as he's going or when he gets super focused and that's just mm. totally cut out when it's nighttime and he goes out to go get the horse that's out in the paddock uh-huh. or out in the 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 ring, whatever. It's like, how do you get out there? I don't know. 
and you hear all the wind and everything and the like the flapping of like a metal ring against something like on a flagpole. Hmm. Like it's these, these sounds that we know and they sound so good. Yeah. And then it's just like yeah. silent huh. to the point where it is disconcerting. That's what a good horror movie does mm-hmm. is you construct an immaculate soundscape that at any point you can pull away. Yeah. Because that is when suddenly something feels off and something feels wrong. Hmm. And you'll hear what you think is the wind and what sounds like the wind. And you find out at the end of the movie, this whole time what you had thought was the wind is these people being eaten Eaten. and digested and just screaming in terror. And I... I watched a lot of scary movies and like real horror movies and stuff. Uh-huh. I love horror games. Uh-huh. That is the scariest, most terrified I have ever felt. Whoa, really? Like just the idea that this whole time it's just been literally the soundtrack of the movie. Yeah. Has been the sound of people being slowly and horrifically eaten. Yeah. It's horrifying. Yeah. And when they're getting sucked into Jean Jacket and it's that weird like rubbery sound when you like you rub like, oh my gosh, it's horrible. Right. It's so horrible. And the fact Mm -hmm. that that wasn't nominated for best sound, it's crazy to me. Hmm. What was nominated? Do you think it, do you think as it, because it's a pro, because out of all of Peele's movies. It's critical of cinema. Oh shoot! I wasn't even thinking about that. I guess it's I guess all about that spectacle. too. Yeah, but do you feel like because people compared it to Get Out and Split, us or us? I mean, sorry. Is that why it didn't receive any I don't awards? Know. I like think because they stack it up against his other things. I, um, genre movies don't get nominated. Mm-hmm. It's a miracle that Return of the King won oh. Best Picture. Dude, I forgot about this. I'm so sorry. Um, mm. Horror movies historically have just been snubbed every single time. Mm. I don't know. It's just crazy to me. What what else? So the was sound, sound nominees Design? were All Quiet on the Western Front. I can understand that. Avatar: The Way of Water. Yeah. Uh, this is one I forgot about. The Batman. Yes. Which this, is this the only category it. the Batman made it into? It I, might be. I think it might have been. I, the Batman oh, was also, also visual one of my, effect, Also visual effects. Which is not... That's kind of strange to me because they used the volume in one shot and there were some visual effects, I guess. I don't know. Um, uh, then it's, excuse me, Elvis for sound and Top Gun Maverick for sound. So, Elvis I would replace with Nope. Hmm. Elvis I feel like gets that nomination because of the music. music? And I don't think that that makes as much sense to me. Mm. I've seen it. It's Baz Luhrmann going all out. So, of course, it's crazy. And there's all kinds of goofy sound design and stuff like that. I would absolutely put Nope over that. The other ones, I think, are worthy noms. Mm. 100%. Especially the Batman. I'm going to insert right here the sound of the Batmobile activating. Because it is horrifying.
movie monster. And that is on purpose. I love that. They literally took sounds from a lion. And really? that is yes. Wow. I'm, there was something else. They like they stretched something else out to like extremely slow, huh. and that's that screeching sound that's in it. Okay. Oh my gosh! I watched a whole video about the sound design wow. in the Batman before it got taken down. I was the only people who saw it because it got DMCA'd. And I'm like, they're bringing so much attention to this. Wow. Thomas Flight, check out the YouTube channel. Thomas Flight, you just cool. did a video on the sound design in Dune like cool. yesterday. He's really good. What a guy. What a um, guy. Huh. Anyway, where were we going with that? Do you want to know another snub? Um, can I uh, can I share one? Yeah. No, no, no. You you wait. What is it connected to? What we were talking about? You go. No, I don't you know. go. It's just you another go. snub. No, go. Okay, the Batman. Yeah. Was not nominated for cinematography. Mmm. That is insane. Yeah. That I is agree the best looking superhero movie that's ever been made. I agree with you. It's crazy. And it is used to tell the story through like yes. a lot of it. Yeah. It is it is visually stunning. Yeah. Oh my gosh, if this was a video episode, this is right where I'd be putting some shots from the movie like I did for Parasite. Like Oh my gosh, just all the close-ups of Pattinson when you get these janky cracked lenses that they like we talked about this. They specifically looked for dirty kind of broken lenses. That's kind of to make wild. it look like trash yeah but that's what they wanted the city to look like they wanted it to look greasy and grimy and broken insane and it works yeah hey everybody this is marshall with the coffee shop uh editing this i forgot to mention that the batman was also not nominated for best original score what was nominated was babylon everything in all at once the banshees of the sharon the fablemans and all quiet on the western front like we said in the all quiet episode i personally don't didn't find the soundtrack that compelling and in a movie like that would not even have really probably had one uh as opposed to the batman which i think is one of the best soundtracks to a superhero movie for sure but in a lot of movies maybe ever i also just love that movie so maybe i'm a little bit biased but uh it was very very good and that's a major snub so here's a little snippet of uh, some music from the batman because it's so good thanks What else is nominated for cinematography? Oh, ben? balls. Control F, cinematography. It's going to be All Quiet on the Western Front. Yep. Bardo, False Chronicle of a Handful of Truths. I respect that. Elvis. Yeah, for Empire sure. Empire of Light. Haven't and seen it. Tar. Not Everything Everywhere. Nope. But Everything Everywhere had video, uh, uh, excuse me, film film editing. Oh, but, yeah. Absolutely. Not, 100%. Not the other one. I feel like sometimes people look at these things and think that they need to choose the flashiest option, uh-huh. which is why like, um, I think the score for Banshees is nominated. Hmm. And I feel like most people would not notice that. Hmm. But we talked a little bit about that, I think, in our episode on Banshees. And I was like, it's quiet and understated, but when it's there, it really works. Uh-huh, right. Like, it's about how effective it is, not how flashy it is. Yeah. So hmm. when you do get a movie that is so flashy... It's hard to distinguish the line there. That's why Elvis is such a hard one for me because mm. it's 
it's Baz Luhrmann being Baz Luhrmann. And, you know, if you haven't seen Elvis, but you have seen Moulin Rouge, that's it. Like, it's uh, the over-the-top craziness that he does. Yeah. Huh. So I don't know. <laughs> I It's just wild to me that the Batman was not nominated, though. Yeah. I would wild. put it in there over something. I don't know what. Hmm. Crazy. You talk now. Uh, okay, so I have I, I brought three things, three movies that weren't that weren't nominated for things, but I think listeners should go watch them. Yeah. First off, I'll start with if you have a Hulu account, you gotta go watch Prey. Prey I was very it was, good. I thought it was great. I totally and like I said earlier, my list of three, I get why these weren't nominated yeah. for things. Prey was a very good film, very fun to watch. Um but I get that it wasn't nominated. I just thought but. of a movie that I watched that was not nominated for anything and I wouldn't nominate for anything, but uh, it was very fun. Okay. I, I feel like at least like, I don't know, costume design for, uh, um, maybe, uh, there's so many great scenes in that movie. There the, are. All of, all of the scenes where the predator has the old, uh, um, old fashioned tech or whatever. Like it's, it's all dope. Yeah. It's, it's really cool. Um, I thought it was a fantastic film, and I, I would recommend it to people who are looking for a good time. I don't know. If, it's just I mean, like, if you don't care about Predator, it doesn't matter. No. Like, yeah. this is not connected to any of the previous ones. It takes place before yeah. all of the previous ones, Yeah, and it's very good. Yeah. They did a really good job of showing how this teenage girl can kill this thing. Um, also, the fact that just the all-native cast, I think, kills it very is cool. awesome, yeah. and I wish there was a place in the Oscars for that. Yeah. Like, I, I think that's really neat what they did and they all did amazing and deserve major kudos. hundred so, percent. Uh, yeah. So that was mine. What were you just thinking of something that you liked? Um, the greatest beer run. Did you oh, watch this uh-uh. on Apple plus uh-uh. Apple TV did a movie called the greatest beer run starring Zac Efron and, um, gosh, Russell Crowe is in it. Oh really? It's a true story about a guy whose buddies were in Vietnam and he wasn't volunteering or wasn't drafted, whatever. And was talking to his buddies and was like, his buddy's still back home in, uh-huh. I think, Boston, maybe. And they were like, man, I wish that I could just go over there and give my guys a beer. And Bill Murray behind the bar is like, well, why don't you? What? And it's a true story. How have I never heard of this? Right? Though? You're the social studies teacher. Yeah, dude. You can show this. So it's funny. a good anti war movie, too. Is it? Because cool. he goes over there thinking, like, I'm going to support my boys. They're fighting for America, all this uh-huh. different stuff. Uh-huh. And meanwhile, his sister is a protester and all this stuff. Uh-huh. And he goes over there and finds a lot of his friends and gives them a beer. He goes with a whole, like, duffel bag full of cans of Boston uh-huh. beer. Uh huh. And comes to the realization of, like, this isn't a joke. Like, and this is horrible. This is awful, what's happening here. And it's really good. Russell Crowe is a um, war photographer. Cool. And he is there just enough to be good uh-huh. and not kind of take attention away from what's actually happening. Sure. I really, really liked it. Sweet. It was go, a blast. Go use that, Gaffron. Yeah. That's great. Give me your next one. Uh, my next one is one that I will receive crap from okay. for, and that's okay. I liked Marry Me a lot. And I will. I, I haven't I'll seen it, say, but it looks fun. It's so fun, dude. Um, it's Owen Wilson accidentally <clears throat> marrying a pop star 
played by um, J Lo. Hate it when and that happens. It, it does. Ha- it, you hate it when that happens. It happens sometimes. It was so fun. I saw it in theaters on Valentine's Day, and it was amazing. Was Kate um, there too? Y- yes, okay. I wasn't alone. I was not alone. Um, maybe I didn't say you were alone. No, that's, that's, that's true. I was with my wife. We went to Trader Joe's first and got a bunch of snacks and stuffed them in a her purse. True and love. then had we had like a charcuterie board in the theater while watching Marry Me. That's right. Maybe good. it's because it's like a teacher falling in love way out of his league and he's like an it's just Owen Wilson being a nice Owen Wilson single dad. That's pretty and cool, the man. whole thing is just like old fashioned rom com, like two yeah. thousands rom com, but from twenty twenty two. James is bringing them back, they, man. They don't make a lot of movies like that anymore. J Lo's got another one coming out with Josh Duhamel. I saw that. I don't know what to think. It looks really it, dumb, but like maybe fun dumb. I don't great. know. Great. This was fun dumb. I thought this was super, super great. It's the classic rom com formula. 2022 though yeah uh, i love owen wilson Ugh, i love this movie it obviously is, is not gonna get an oscar but everybody freaking go watch it it's i would great. nominate it for best picture <laughs> yeah i haven't seen it yeah it's you should it's a good it's a good date night flick maybe i will ben any others from you um I don't know. I'm trying to think of other movies that I watched this year. I didn't have a lot of time to watch a lot of movies. A lot of the stuff that I want to go back to check out is mm-hmm. stuff that is nominated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've got one more if you don't. Go for it. Okay. My last, my third, not nominated for anything, but I thought was one of my favorite movies of the year yeah. is Vengeance. Directed oh, and BJ Novak written thing by BJ Prime? Novak. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Written and directed by BJ Novak. His di- directorial debut. Oh. Um, stars. Did he never direct an episode of The Office? Uh, maybe feature at least. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Directorial debut, debut. Wow, surprising. Uh, stars B.J. Novick himself. Um, Ashton Kutcher has a pretty large role. Boyd Holbrook, Dove Cameron. Um, so the whole idea is that B.J. Novick is an aspiring podcaster, mm, and same. and he's trying to which. I thought it was pretty fun. It feels very generational. It feels very like there's a lot of people in my life who are always like, oh, I should start a podcast. I should make it big. I should, yeah. you know, all, myself included. And anyway, he, start a podcast. he stumbles across this story. Also, I love NPR and it's very NPR-y because it's like, uh, you know, um, um, uh, any murder podcast is kind of like the vibe. Yeah. So he stumbles across the death of this girl who, he hooked up with once his family thought they were going steady or her, sorry, her family thought they were going steady. So they hit him up and say, Hey, she's dead. And he's like, who, I don't know who this is. Anyway, he, he, he goes to the funeral because he thinks it's a good idea for a podcast. Yeah. Um, and then the mystery unfolds. It, it was one of my favorite movies of the whole year. It was really, really, it was really fun. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Bob Seger, my boss, Bob Seger, not uh-huh. famous bullet band uh-huh. man, Bob yeah. Seger. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He told me about the movie and said that he liked it. Really? Yeah. I, it's freaking but great. But you're saying that you liked it. I liked it a lot. That makes me have more confidence. <laughs> oh, cool. Not that Bob doesn't have good taste. Yeah. But just Bob's opinion of this BJ Novak Amazon Prime movie yeah. was not a ton of confidence for yeah, me. Yeah, right. It so that's cool. It's good. I'd take the time to watch it. Especially there's like a, a very overarching plot is like big city liberal versus small town conservative. And uh-huh. in the news media, it's all painted like they're at war against each other. But then when they actually interact, they've realized that each side is like real people. And he, he thought he was going to Texas to interact with these simpletons. And, you and know, that's he, what happened. Yeah, that's what happens. Yeah. No. But um, yeah, it was good. Hmm. 
One thing that I started to watch and I just I don't think I'm going to finish. Yeah. You want to know one movie that I just can't suggest, Ooh, unfortunately? Uh, Encanto. Just oh, don't do that to me. <laughs> Laura listens to these. Um, <laughs> I've like been movie. where Encanto takes place. I don't like that movie. You don't? I don't like Encanto. Wow. Ben really hates Columbia. There's like some of the songs are good, but they never feel like they really make sense when they bust into a song. I agree. There's no there's no connection to them. I agree. Freaking at the very end, they fi they finish off and they're like, oh my gosh, wow! Like even though we don't have powers, we still like love each other and we're a family. And then they freaking get their powers back, and you're like, yeah. why did you rob that? Why you just gave it to them for free? It, because it's the power of family is the power. Oh, no, it's not, though, because they get the back the magic house again. And they're the like, power. oh. <laughs> Stupid movie. You've got like the it. power. I thought it was a joke at the very what end. What power? I thought it was a freaking joke. What are you quoting? The power of voodoo. So what is this? Voodoo, voodoo, you do. The voodoo, voodoo, you do that we do. It's, um... <laughs> Labyrinth. Oh, <laughs> I haven't seen it. The baby with the power. That's what it is. Not you've got the power. Anyway, what, what were you saying? A movie that you haven't finished. It's not um, Encanto. Just came out on Netflix, uh, starring Jonah Hill, Eddie Murphy. Oh, yeah. You people. Eddie Murphy is in a movie again. He's in a couple. He's doing. He's he's bringing back Axel Foley. They just finished shooting you Beverly Hills people. Cop Four. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Anyway, um, it's fine. Okay. It's like a new age. Who's coming to dinner? Look who's coming to dinner. Essentially, Google categorizes it as romance slash buddy. Is it when you fall in love with your buddy? No. Oh, it's. It's trying to do another, it's trying to be a modern rom-com. Uh -huh. And huh. it just most of the time feels like they had a loose idea of a script. They took the curb your enthusiasm method of uh -huh. having a plot and then making the rest up on the set. Uh -huh. Except that in Curb that works because they're all very talented improvisers. Uh -huh. And in this it felt like a weird series of disconnected Jonah Hill sketches. Uh -huh. And Eddie Murphy is there doing his best to make it better. Interesting. Uh, David Duchovny is also in it, and Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Um, there's parts of it that were funny. I watched more than half of it, and I was just like, I can't. I'm not interested. Dang. Not good. Dang. So if you do want to watch something on Netflix that just came out that is good, yeah. I'll tell you this one thing, and then we'll go. Okay. I haven't watched this, but I've seen previous stuff from this person, and it's very entertaining. Uh, it's called Kunk on Earth. Kunk, C U N K on Earth. Kunk. Yep. Ugh. It's a weird word, and I don't like it. Season one on Netflix. Okay. Yep. Philomena Kunk is here to show how far humanity has come, or not, in this witty mockumentary tracing the history of civilization. <laughs> Fun. I like that. It's uh, she does these like between two ferns style. She's a character, and she'll interview people, and cool. Um, they don't necessarily know that she's a character. So I guess more like. Like a Ali G Borat kind of okay, yeah, yeah. thing. Sure. Not that kind of humor, but that kind of like, kind they of don't know camera. that he's a character. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Um, she's very funny. Cool. Um, there's been some snubs by the snobs. There's been some noms mm -hmm. by the knobs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and we are two knobs. Oh, yeah, we are. Between two ferns, more like between two knobs. Ah, oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> yeah. So, go watch some films. Marshall, we need to watch Top Gun Maverick, I think. We do. I would watch it. Okay. Um, thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode. I'm looking where the camera would be. Thank you for listening to this episode of Cinema Lounge Presents. Uh, next week on a full lounge, we're going to talk about... Ba-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-
tan 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 I was in a bain in the movie. Where is she? Oh, I'm sorry. This is me. I'm going to snap your buddy. I'm coming after you. This is how long are we going to do this bit? I'm wondering. I just really want to watch college humor Batman videos. Well, Oh, no, I'm not going to do Michael Caine. I was, trying, I was about to do it. I just got lightheaded. We're going to watch the Chris Nolan Batman trilogy. Okay. And we're going to talk about that. Yeah. Because the DC Studios just announced their big news, <gasps> and that is going to basically be all of tight news next week. I have tight, a lot of tight, tight news. Tight news is big news. That's I've what got, they always yeah. say. I got a lot of tight news, and I'm pushing it all away because we got to talk about the big DC Studios stuff. So go with that. We're going to watch the Dark, the Dark Knight trilogy and talk about that. Um, and then the week after that is looking like it's going to be the Northman. Yeah. So you can check that out. Yeah. We might... Yeah, it's going to be the Northman. I cool. didn't... I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to... This is going to be... This is a good episode. What episode? What minute are we at right now? Everybody, Did thank you for listening. Did we just turn this into a full episode? No! Thank you for listening to the episode. Check us out on social media. Okay. CinemaLoungePod at gmail.com. Right. CinemaLoungePod on Instagram. Okay. CinemaLounge on Facebook. Fine. And Parish underscore art on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh. Uh, Twitch.tv slash King Scub Do? I don't remember anymore. Join the Discord! The official YouTube channel of the Great Scub Do. We don't touch it. Go to the Discord channel. It's in the description. If you still can't look at that, just type it in. Yeah. Just type it in. Yeah. Type it in. And. That's Ben Ben. And I've been Ben. Bye. Bye, Ben Ben. <laughs> Marshall. Amen. Amen. <laughs>